Especially because, like, like, Larry himself is not a particularly cool dude. No, no, no one wants to actually, like, pretend that they are Larry, right? <laughs> This might be the most gamer podcast of all time. <laughs> Why is that? Did I say gamer? I meant least least video games. My brain just had sort of a <laughs> a short. This might be the least video game episode about a video game podcast, specifically video game podtimism, the Optimist video game variety show where two best friends talk about the wonderful world of gaming. My name is Chase. My name is David. I feel like we're just we're just going to talk about the Smash Brothers, huh? The Smash Brothers and uh, maybe a, a couple other surprises. Maybe a few others. Hey, welcome to welcome to the podcast, David. Thank you. <laughs> um, we're here. I, I, they, did you just welcome me onto our podcast? Yeah, you know, sometimes it's nice to, to have the door <laughs> you, you held caught, open for you. You caught me off guard there. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, welcome, welcome in. Thank you. Uh, we we do this weekly. Mm-hmm. It, was, uh, it was Bachelor Weekend this weekend. And I feel like this it pretty was. much this whole podcast is going to kind of orbit around that. Yes, for people who don't know, Chase is getting hashtag cherried, as he said, over the weekend. So, cherried so as it, in married and chase, a portmanteau, if you will. It, it really needs to be clarified what two words are being combined there, because there is such a kind of grimy subtext underneath it. Yeah. That like, <laughs> it's chase and married, everyone, okay? <laughs> Yes, Chase and Married, combine them together, you get Cherried. I'm going to get Chase married soon. I'm going to get Chase married soon, said Emily Alice. Yeah, yeah true. He'll be getting married in uh, almost exactly ex- exactly one month from today. Uh, a month minus a day. A month yeah. minus a day from today. So yeah, this is his last last day of the last second to last month of his life of being a single man. I guess kind so. Of. Not, ma- uh, not married, man. I wouldn't say you're single. I'm not, yeah, not married. I always found it really bizarre. When people are like, hey, it's their last time as a single man. Like, did did this mean nothing to y'all? Yeah. I I've mean, been, like, in a committed relationship for for some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I've been, I've been in a relationship for eight years, y'all. This is not the last day of being single. That was, like, in 2014. That was a long time ago. Yeah, you've been in this relationship for a long-ass time. It's true. So, like, don't, don't, don't call it a single. We're just we're just changing that marital marital status, and I'm changing my last name. He's going from committed to super committed. Ultra. This is plus committed. Ultra plus committed plus ultra committed. <laughs> yeah, I'm going beyond. I'm going super saiyan committed now. <laughs> <laughs> and this is to go even further beyond. Oh, uh, art. <laughs> oh, nice. I didn't even think about that. Like all might. That's pretty sick, actually. That is pretty cool. I never, I never would have put that together with all be, but all heart is a little bit closer to all might. Yeah. One, you're just like, you're all bees, which is not yeah. fun. But if you're all heart, that is kind of cool. That is a little cooler than all bees, which I think sounds pretty shitty. Wasn't that a character in MGS3? Just the bee guy? Oh, the the pain? Was it the pain? I think it's yeah. the pain, right? Because he's just getting yeah. stung by bees the whole time. <laughs> I think being all bees kind of sounds bad. <laughs> I'm all bees. What do you want from me? I can't do Ow. anything because I'm just in pain. Ow. Sucks. Ow. <laughs> so, uh, question. Have you been playing any video games that I don't know about? The answer is... I think yeah. so. I don't think I have been. Because we can just talk about the games that we both played. I think that's probably the move. 
because the only other one that I played really is MGS. MGS2? Yeah. What you, what you been doing in MGS2, dude? What you been playing in there? How's that going? Uh, it's, it's good. I enjoy it. Yeah. I'm very bad at this game. Yeah, I'm sure. markedly worse at this game than I was at MGS1. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm, yeah. I get big time uh, Zelda Wind Waker vibes with this game yeah. for me. I kind of I kind of see that. And Chase was watching me play this game because we were together this weekend. That is true. Uh, and he was walking me through it. And if he wasn't there to walk me through it, I would probably be taking a lot longer to play this game right now. There's a section from like I guess somehow spoilers from GS2, but from when you start playing as Raiden, the secondary character, until probably like an hour or two into that part of the game, like it's a little befuddling. There's a lot of stuff that is not necessarily like crystal clear where and what you need to do, or yeah. at least how I should say. I think it is clear what you need to do, but like actually doing it is sometimes like, wait, what the fuck? Like, where is this thing? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was glad that you were there because you've played this game yeah, approximately like, what, a hundred times probably? I I don't know. I was trying to estimate it the other day. There was definitely a summer where I was trying to beat the game like two or three times in a day. And I was doing that for a little while. <laughs> were you just, your, your casual summer thing was just speed running MGS2? Yeah, I liked the game so much <laughs> that I just wanted to see like how fast can I get this done? I think... I, I feel like I was a, here. I'm sure there was a speed run of the game at the time, and I bet I was not that close. But like, we were getting around like three hours or something like that. It wasn't that long. Three hours. It was Damn. pretty quick. Without the cutscenes, it's not that long of a game, all things considered. That's, that's very fair. But you still have to, like some of those boss battles. You really ought to like have it down. What to do? Yeah. Interesting. So the fastest speed run right now is an hour and seven minutes, which seems impossible. That's pretty quick yeah that is astounding uh so not quite there but, but yeah it was definitely running through it so like guiding you through the game i wasn't really thinking about any of the game it's just sort of a reflex at this point of like here is where you will need to go if you like want to do this part or that part uh -huh. or whatever it's not like okay so what are you actually doing here now it's like okay there's claymores up there you have to be careful about that I was not. Spoiler alert. The, the spoilers. <laughs> the, the claymores are tough to deal with. I think I just I've had to jump the... over them. I think that was the trick. Yeah. Yeah. The maybe. little cartwheel. Yeah, sure. That's fair. How? Well, yeah. Well, maybe, we, maybe we should save the MGS talk for the episode. Huh? Yeah, we'll save it. We'll save the rest of this for the episode. Um, but rest assured, everybody, I am bad at this game. Um, <laughs> I've died so many times. I've alerted so many dudes. I just yeah. run into the homies around corners without knowing it. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's it's probably pretty comical to watch me play this game. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Or painful <laughs> if you're Chase. Yeah. Chase finds it painful to watch me playing a video game badly. Okay. Specifically one that I have played a lot of. Sure. But Wind Waker, have you played a lot of Wind Waker? No. You no, had a you had a much. hard time watching me play Wind Waker. <sighs> yeah. It was tough. <laughs> it was challenging. <laughs> The flashback uh, is going on in his head right now. I know. Yeah, I just went like glazed over the eyes for a second, remembering you trying to like jump into the that like one island with the big tree in the middle that you have to like do a couple of hook shots to get to. Just so brutal, so rough. It takes like a full couple of minutes to get back up to the top. I remember that one. I fell off that cliff quite a few times. I feel like one of them was on purpose. Like you got up to the top and you're like, "How about one more, fucker?" <laughs> I do remember one time when I was like trying to mess with you and be like, hey, I am close mm -hmm. to the edge. It's going to happen. And then I accidentally also went over the edge because yes. I was too close yeah. to it. 
yes. that definitely happened. I was like messing it, with you. I didn't do it on purpose. I never went over the edge on purpose. Is guess of what I'm getting <laughs> to. I tried to like mess with you. Yeah, and like pretend like I was gonna do it, but then I ended up doing it. It's a great time. The fake out turned real. The fake, yeah, the fake out turned real. Well, cool. I, I'm glad you're getting through it because I like have a, approximately a mountain of things to say about mgs2 there's so much in there i got some things to say this game's interesting it's so interesting and i think like the the vast majority of the shit that is interesting about it isn't really like visible until the last like 10 percent of the game mm. and so like it's like the whole thing is recontextualized in the last like hour of the game or so sure god it's just it's so nuts anyway i'm excited i'm excited for you to finish it so we can record a ungodly long episode that'll probably have to be like a two recording session sort of deal sure okay i'm into it and then i also assume you're playing smash brothers or you've played smash, smash brothers. brothers and uh mario party yes i i've also played these two video games unsurprisingly yes uh there was a lot of smash brothers at this this party this yeah. bachelor party the bachelor party chases stipulations for a bachelor party vrbo were a large house mm -hmm. with lots of tvs for smashing yeah and I, yeah and i think we did it we definitely did it we accomplished it 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 also had the added benefit of having like kind of a downstairs area that we could play video games in i don't it know why that feels gamer good. den a little bit right this was a very masculine vrbo i've never been to one that has been like seemingly tailored for me like, and my like dude my bros, friends yeah. right it was weird but it was it was weird it was perfect it was sort of like i walked into like a simulation of someone's house in 2004 absolutely like, it's just so strange and like the like obviously you know y'all have been in like a boomer's house before that looks like a, an olive garden but like <laughs> it's sort of like that but like everything was sort of there just like just in place correctly for it to feel like this is 2004 and i am playing smash bros with my bros boomers do be decorating like they're in an olive garden it's true. It's like the, it's, yeah, it's like the Tuscan sort of like brown walls and like brass fixtures and shit. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's, it's, I, I like, it's, I can't tell if it is comforting or like so brutal to look at. It's, <laughs> my, my brain goes back and forth on that one. Cause like in the house, I'm like, this is nice. It's comfortable. And when I like step outside of it, I'm, I'm like, it's 2022. We can't like, it can't be like this. <laughs> but it is like um, this, Chase. But it is like that. Uh, so yeah, we played an extreme amount of Smash Brothers. Yeah. Do you honestly, have anything yeah. new to say about Smash Brothers? Um, the DLC characters scare me. I don't know what's going yeah. on. I've known these characters that have been in the game for so long, so well, mm -hmm. and then you just throw these crazy DLC characters in, and they do all every single one of them has like these weird, strange quirks to them which is a lot of fun, honestly. Like I say it scares me, but really it excites me because it's just a lot more to explore and learn about the game because I really haven't touched much of Ultimate, honestly. Like yeah. my, my peak Smash gaming was probably Smash 4. Mm -hmm. That was the one that I poured the most time and effort into. Yeah. Ultimate came out. I was, I think I was in grad school or graduated from grad school, something close to that. And I just, I just didn't play it as much. Right. I just I had other things going on. My friends weren't around who I like to smash with. Uh, so I just that one just kind of fell to the side for me. But for sure. then this weekend came along and I was ready to go. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> just dip in and experience all the new characters. It was a lot of fun. It was cool. I like I also don't really know what the DLC characters do. Yeah. Because I think I played it a little bit on launch and like had a good time with it. But yeah, similar to you, I 
I feel like this game came out in like 2018 or something like that. And that's exactly also when I moved to Seattle. And so like there was not really the same sort of community that I had in, in SAC to like play Smash Bros with people, mm-hmm. even like a person, you know, like moving to a new city, you don't know a lot of people. Yeah. And so, yeah, also didn't really play it and subsequently also did not like play the DLC characters as they came out. Yeah. Had kind of dipped in here and there, like was interested when they were putting them out, but definitely not to the capacity of like, I'm going to play Min Min and figure out how she plays or like, I'm going to get good with Banjo-Kazooie or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Like that never really happened in the same way that it did for, you know, any of the other number of characters that were in four or who are also in ultimate. Yeah. I guess you getting good with Banjo. Yeah. It sort of feels on brand, right? Like he hits pretty hard and he's kind of a medium to larger head, like sized character, mm-hmm. but who knows? I have no idea. I, I, I stuck with donkey this weekend. You sure did. Dressed up in, in my donkey Kong outfit for, for the Melbourne, as we call it. <laughs> The Melbourne, yes. Uh, the legendary competition. <laughs> we we wanted to host a grand melee, as you put it, and so we did a 50-stock seven-man smash, which, that was a trial, David. That was, that was an, <laughs> an exhausting experience. It was truly a trial by combat. I really felt like I, like, didn't blink for a long time and like just had to be so singularly focused for what ended up being an hour and a half of smash brothers i'm pretty sure i merged with my character at some point (laughs) i think i became i think i was lucario i think i became lucario you were you're like absolute madman you picked random for for the 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 grand melee random is my main character chase i get that but for like 90 full ass minutes i think i would have gone like insane staring into lucario for that long (laughs) i choose chaos chase i choose chaos they say be careful what you're looking at because it might be looking back and in this case lucario's blue terrifying man eyes lucario the lord of frenzied flame (laughs) yeah he's gonna he's gonna imprint something on you He does, does have very strong man eyes, doesn't he? He's yeah, sort of a humanoid and intimidating human dog, guy. Do- doig, human dog fighter man. <laughs> Just another haters come for me. I know he has red eyes. All right, we all it's it's all good. Got your bases covered. <laughs> so we were uh, setting this up, and in Smash Ultimate, you have to go and like set up rules. And I started typing in the melee. For as in the grand melee, um, but autocorrect on the switch uh, tossed me a real nice alternative, which was the Melbourne, um, <laughs> which we stuck with. Oh, that was that was quite the clutch addition by Papa Nintendo himself. <laughs> it it really fit. Like after we said it all weekend, I felt like I really understood what the Melbourne meant. It was nice. Yeah, it feels it feels a little fancy, a little international, yeah. right? Yeah, but you know, Australian. So sure. it's going to fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a, a threatening aura around. <laughs> nice people, but there's some creatures in there that will fuck you up. Nice people, they'll fuck you up and very competitive. Yeah, Australians. Yeah, yeah. That's how you know. That's how you know. <laughs> um so we did that. It was 90 minutes. I did win. Just so we're all clear. Chase Chase did win. He's going to make that clear to everybody. Yeah. While we're on the topic of my victories, uh, we also did a tournament right afterwards. Um, just a one, one v one tournament. You're the one who set it up. I just took the W, David. <laughs> it was uh, you and me in the finals. It's true. You won. 
It was great. I chose random. I was Pikachu and got my ass handed to me. <laughs> when you're growing up against DK, man, that's a tough matchup. A tough matchup. But we did end up doing a half Melbourne, which we called a Sydney. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which was also, I'd, I'd say a 25 stock is a lot more palatable experience. It still ended up being like, what, 45 minutes? I think exactly yeah, half it was, of Melbourne. Exactly. Yeah, it was almost exactly 45 minutes, which was like shocking to see. Which your boy clutched out in a way. Yes, you did. It was nice. Thank you very much. It was good. Uh, were you Kazuya in that I one? I was Kazuya. That's so nuts. I was down. It was me and Tyler. Yes. And he was King D to D. And he had three stocks. I had one. Yes. And I somehow managed to win. I clutched it a out. Shocking, a shocking turn of events. It was a shocking turn of events. <laughs> But that was that was one of the most hyped smash moments I've had in quite some time and or maybe even yeah. in my life in general. <laughs> I'm just like, I just invested 45 minutes into this game and I'm now the yeah. victor. Felt pretty good. This is what I get out of Dota, David. <laughs> Those games are not quick. But when you lose. Painful. Yeah. A truly painful experience. Yeah. Anyway, it was great. That was a, that was a good time. I love Smash Brothers. It just never. I never seem to get tired of it. Yeah. And we played so many more games of Smash than just those ones over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Like that was though. Th- these were the main courses, but there was a lot of appetizers and desserts <laughs> to be had as well. Just seemed like any time that we had like a couple, f- like an hour free, we just sort of leaked into the the game den yeah. and started playing Smash. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so easy to pop in and play. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, it was great. Um, do you have any? Do you have any other Smash feelings? I love it. It's good. That's all I got to say. Good fucking game. Good fucking game. Can I tell you about some games I'm playing, David? Please. So, yeah, also played Smash Bros. It's very good. I also, there's two other things, and these are going to feel very bizarre. Uh, like I said, the least video game episode. I downloaded, because I was scared, Metal Gear Solid Five because I'm like... Because <laughs> you were scared? Because the other games are so hard to get a hold of that, like, I was so concerned that if I didn't just, like, get it, it wouldn't be there anymore. Because, like, we were trying to do this series on Metal Gear Solid, and, like, you know, one was pretty easy to emulate slash play the game that I own, but uh, two, three, and four are, like, really not readily available. Yeah. I managed to buy a, like, physical copy of an HD remaster for uh, the Xbox, but I got lucky that I have a disc drive in the Xbox One rather than like, you know, digging up an X or sorry, an Xbox Series X because like I don't have an Xbox One on hand. Um, mm-hmm. So like it's, it's they're just not easy to go to hold of. Anyway, yeah. point being, I downloaded Metal Gear Solid 5 because I was like, I just want to have this. Uh, I like booted up the first like 45 minutes and was like, I can't I can't do this. I can't do this right now. So like got frightened out of playing the rest of the video <laughs> game because like there's so much context that I feel like I'm going to need to have to play that game i think we gotta play peace walker we gotta play peace walker it's it's been years since i've played three all the way through or four so like none of that's gonna really like be there in my head when i'm playing it and so i was worried like i'm gonna ruin my experience playing this game for a podcast if i go back and just like dig into this so didn't didn't play very much Mm -hmm. um but it looks it looks great (laughs) visually it is a very good looking game this is true. Yeah. I'm excited to play it in like 10 years whenever we get to it. Mm-hmm. I have also, at the risk of sounding like kind of the most boring uh, video gamer ever, I've started playing Formula One 2022, the video game. Formula One? Yes. So, the listener <laughs> what? and David, what? bear with me for like one minute. Uh-huh. If you don't like it, you can skip to the next chapter. Okay. David included. You can fast forward in time. I know oh, you I'm have. I'm just going to meditate right now. <laughs> you're doing a battle meditation yes. trend. I know you have the click from click. 
Oh. Adam Sandler's movie to skip forward in time. But <laughs> what, uh, what a, a reference out of nowhere. It's always on my mind. But we do know how that turned out for, for Mr. Sandler. So Mr. Sandy. Be, be, be wary. He cried in that movie for sure. Oh my God, dude. It was brutal when he's like that movie got outside fucked the, up way too much. I mean, he's like, it's in like raining in the hospital. And he's like laying on the ground. Like the fuck happened to my life? Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, dude. I was like, I thought this was um, supposed to be a funny Sandler movie. Yeah. Was I supposed no, to cry? Got, got heavy. So in the last like, I don't know, two or three months I've started watching the uh, Drive to Survive on Netflix, which is like a, a show about Formula One, um, because I've heard from a lot of people who don't necessarily love Formula One or necessarily love sports that like, hey, the show's really good. Uh, sure enough, it is really good. Um, it's very entertaining and like interesting. I am sure that they are like playing fast and loose with how they show people in the show, uh-huh. right? Like it's 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 a documentary and it's like it's supposed to be kind of like high drama stuff. Sure. And so, like, I, I think they are probably taking some liberties of, like, we're going to show you this scene, then this scene, then exactly this one after that, right? Yeah. Kind of create a narrative, which, like, you know, I guess that's television. But, like, you know, I, I don't think that this sport is exactly what they've depicted in the show. But nevertheless, it is pretty interesting and pretty fun to me. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of interest in other sports that revolve around specific people. Like, sure. I, I or... really, uh, or, or uh, honestly, a lot of sports. Like, I, I, I enjoy the Seattle Kraken. I do not know very many of the players on the Kraken. Sure. I could tell you some of the Sacramento Kings, a, a basketball team that I adore. Like, the, the players are usually not the thing that I am there for. It's like, how does this team work as a whole? And, and then what does that lead to, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure if I was curious enough, uh, you know, you could dig into the details of why the team works as it does, which is, you know, of course, the people who are on it. But usually I'm not that invested in it to be like, I need to know, like, the, the C-tier lineup of this team. Nah, not really. However, in Formula One, there, it is such a small pool of racers mm-hmm. and such a small pool of teams that it's hard not to get to know everybody because a person will play an entire season on just one team, of course. Um, but a team only has two racers and they're racing at the same time. So at a maximum, you've got a tw- uh, 20 people, right? Yeah. And so this just, it's just not that many people when like shit's happening all the time. And especially in the show when it's like highlighting different people and what they're doing and all these different teams and their dynamics. And so I've been like pretty, pretty into it. It's been really interesting and really fun to like kind of get into a world that I knew literally nothing about before I started watching this. Mm-hmm. I also, uh, as I've said before, in racing games, usually don't care about the game by the time you are racing Bugattis. Like, <laughs> that is not the most interesting part of the game. That part of it is not horribly fun for me. I like it when I'm in, like, the worst Honda Civic, and I'm just trying to be, like, really good in that car. Yeah. And so, like, the prospect of racing literal supercars was like, I don't know if that's necessarily that good. However, this was on Game Pass, so I was like, let me just give it a shot, see what's up. Uh-huh. Um, and as it turns out, it's quite fun. There is more to it than just racing, like... In the sense that like Gran Turismo and uh, Forza are like mostly specifically about going fast around a track. Yeah. Like this one is that too, but there's a lot of like stuff in there, like Formula One specific stuff that, you know, you have to know or uh, not necessarily you have to know, but you have to do right. Mm-hmm. A lot of like you don't just race. You have to do like this qualifying lap where like nobody else is on the track and you go and like do your best race time. Uh, you also are trying out different like programs in the car and you're like pit team is communicating with you of like okay this time we're going to try and uh do really like hard late braking or whatever sure to try and see like what numbers we get out of the car because in formula one that's like a big part of it is you know we're constantly tuning and adjusting these cars to get the best performance out of it yeah again 
some of that makes my eyes kind of glaze over but like at the end of the day cargo room and that's pretty cool um <laughs> it is cargo room that's cool it is interesting I, I i will say like if i'm trying to distinguish this from other racing games that i enjoy um i think the presence of like collisions is ever present in this game mm-hmm. like in gran turismo you can kind of give other drivers a little kiss as you're going by and it's like not that big of a deal whereas in this one like if you kind of go wheel to wheel with somebody like you're tires will just like rip off right oh my God. which is how it works in like the real race like going to going wheel to wheel is like a very dangerous thing to do because like these cars are like going so fast and they are meant to be like just as heavy as they need to be they're and so finely like, tuned that if exactly. anything besides the track hits them they're fucked yes yes so i think like the the level of danger is a lot higher in this which is fun right uh i think it makes it a lot more of a defensive kind of racing game whereas like even in Forza Horizon, like you can slam into somebody and the game's like, yeah, you know, whatever. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It also has the feature of like being able to rewind, but it still has the the presence of like the, the threat of crashing into someone is always really there. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, like you play out uh, an entire season of Formula One, which is goes all around the world. And like these tracks are all just so different from one another that like they, they feel really distinct. But at the same time, it is fun to go from one season to another and be like, OK, here's my you know second shot at racing in Monaco because mm-hmm. like it's a hard track and I didn't do well last time. And, you know, that led my team to get this many points. And, you know, at the end of the season, we were short by five or whatever, you know, yeah. so uh, I, I would like to do good in this one. And so I think like parts of the st- stuff that make Mario Kart really fun of like taking one race as, you know, just one of four or in this case, one of what is it, 21, 22, something uh-huh. like that. I, I don't remember how many races there are in a season, Um, but it it, ma- it makes each race feel interesting in a way of like okay, I didn't do that well in this one, or like, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be able to get a great seat in this one, but I'm pretty confident in my ability to race in the next track or something. Or even if your car, if your uh, team's car doesn't have a very good car for like going flat out, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's not, it doesn't have a top speed. You can kind of bank on those other levels that are like really tight, uh, that have really tight turns that you're able to kind of like maneuver around in and shit like that. So it's just interesting. I I really like it. And uh, they also like, have a bunch of real life people in the other cars right sure so like you know it's this season's racers so it's funny to like be racing and be like you know fuck you max verstappen i do not like you dude and <laughs> kind of like leave him in your dust you know uh, what, do you have, what do you have against max he's kind of a turd is he a heel in the the, the show uh in the beginning and i think i've heard from people who have watched more of it that like maybe he's less turdly later but like he's just like one of those dudes who like is so singularly focused on winning Mm. that like he just kind of comes off as an asshole sure there are plenty of people in the past who have been like you know in the first spot who are a lot more humble and like more regular people rather than like him being kind of a whiny nasty dude to all of his teammates and like just not being all that fun to like listen to how does hamilton come across lewis hamilton is that right uh yes uh he's he seems like a good dude definitely like explains that his you know brain works in the sense of like i have to be the best at this and like i really want to push myself to do that but is often kind of like self-critical in a way that i don't know maybe is hurtful but like is more often self-reflective when something goes wrong rather than like fuck this car fuck the pit team like everybody's fucking up i'm racing the best i can like all that sort of shit yeah. you know so I, I i like him he seems like a cool dude nice and obviously my boy charles leclerc love the guy charles Le- real good leclerc leclerc oh is, is it really leclerc uh yeah oh but you call him leclerc I'm, because he drives a car yeah sure why not you know <laughs> he's uh dressed for ferrari just like seems like a cool dude 
He also plays video games. He plays F1 games. So like, oh, nice. He's, he's the homie. Anyway, so uh, anyway, you are off the form. You're uh, formally released from the Formula One chat. Uh, you can <laughs> go back to your regularly scheduled video. You know, games. I was just looking at what games got released for the new the PlayStation Game Pass this month. Yeah, there's like a, an indoor motocross game in there Whoa, this really? month, and I'm like, that might be a good one to play for good games yeah that's not a terrible idea at all it looked cool you can like make tracks and uh i don't don't know if there's a story mode but there's like a career mode go around and race i just wanted to be like excite bike or wario stadium but a simulation (laughs) david can i tell you about my podtimistic thing of the week please it is larping david (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely um which we will expound upon in a moment but live action role-playing which isn't necessarily video games but like they're cousins yeah at in a sense mm-hmm. absolutely it's really fun when people think of larping i think they think of that video from like 2006 of people throwing fireballs at each other that are just like duct tape tennis balls in yeah. the forest which it is that it can mm-hmm. be that but it can also be some other shit. Yeah. If you've ever been to like a, uh, what do they call it? Like a murder mystery party. Oh, like those are fun. That's, that's a LARP. That's, a, that's definitely a LARP. Pretty much anything that is like a game physically that isn't necessarily like a sport that might involve some kind of like suspension of disbelief is a lot of the times LARPing, right? Like when you're playing a game that isn't, that is a little bit outside of your own experience physically that like, you're kind of LARPing. Mm-hmm. That's sort of a LARP. Mm-hmm. I feel like an escape room is kind of a LARP. Oh. For sure. It is it is instead of a it's like an inverse LARP. Instead of you being the role player in a non role playing environment, the mm-hmm. the room, the environment is making Whoa. you play a role. Does that make sense? <laughs> Shit, yeah, it's true. The room is LARPing. The room is LARPing and you have to <laughs> you have to just deal with it because it's forcing you to do yeah. this shit. Wow, that's cool. I love that. It's a for, it's a forced LARP. <laughs> forced <laughs> but i love me an escape room escape rooms fuck dude yes it's uh it's good I, I i like doing it i i'm sure i brought this up before but took like a class in college about larping and like played a bunch of larps in there mm-hmm. and like was very surprised to see just how fun that is i like like to play D, and i feel like larping and D are like so close to each other oh yeah they're siblings like, for sure yeah of like you you're kind of playing a character and uh you kind of have to like gamify physical actions from time to time Mm -hmm. and i just it's so much fun like who doesn't like playing pretend that's sick yeah it's growing up playing pretend which is good i was talking to emily alice about this the other day because she said like in her i think it's like late high school age like maybe early college she played a lot of uh ninja tag do you remember this sure yeah of like you know turning a lot of lights out and playing like essentially hide and seek but in just like bizarre adult places Mm -hmm. that's great i i think like everybody not everybody but like i i know a lot of people who uh when they hit like kind of their early adult age are like is there anything from my like early childhood that was actually cool that like we stopped doing for no reason yeah you know and i kind of consider larping one of those things where like it's a gamified version of pretend and like it's fun you're just using your creativity and it's like that's that's cool that's sick Mm -hmm. and more about that later (laughs) yeah do you have something feeling your sense of optimism dick i do uh what is it it's friends it's friends This is the sound of Chase's life force slowly seeping from his body as he watches Friends. That is a reference to an earlier episode. Featuring Ross Geller as Ross. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have a hard time watching Friends, but uh, no, you mean real life Friends, right? Yes, real real actual human being Friends that you interact with and play games with. Yeah. Some games are just so much better with Friends. And I guess this time I'm saying Friends 
in particular to unlock the exponential fun that is Smash Bros. Smash Bros. is a lot of fun on your own, but it is just so incredibly amazingly fun when you play it with a group of friends on a couch together it's really something else yeah Uh, it is not the same experience whatsoever no Um, and that was just a blast and a half this last weekend to do that yeah it was good as hell plus like being able to play metal gear solid 2 together friends that was true metal gear solid 2 mario party i've awakened a mario party demon in mallory she's just gunning for mario party all the time now she's ready to go yeah even though i even though i stole her star yeah she's still right she still loves me which was impressive (laughs) yeah that is that is impressive yeah Yeah. video games are better with friends that is true Mm -hmm. most of the games i feel like that i have like dumped a lot of time into are the ones that i can play with friends or you know people not necessarily multiplayer games but like a lot of the times multiplayer games Mm -hmm. i think of dota and smash are like the two things that i've just played a ton of hours of and both of those are very driven by like i had people in my life who are also very impassioned about playing those things so like you know gotta gotta play gotta play it's fun yeah it's really good rock band 2 for me as well oh my god yeah absolutely so much rock band my god it's like a thing to do you know like if if i told my friends like hey uh is everybody down to come watch me play metal gear solid 3 over the weekend i'd get you know some people who are like okay i'd be there but yeah you would be there and probably garen but like i feel like the vast majority of people like that doesn't sound fun for like all of us Mm -hmm. whereas like rock band yes that does sound fun for all of us yeah that sounds very good for everybody Mm -hmm. so like mm, it, it just makes it better it's good uh david do you want to move on to our main thing let's do it cool let's do it Hey David. Yeah, what's up? Hey, uh, it's it's the it's the main thing we're doing. It's the main this thing this week. It's not good games. This is it's not good games. There will be no hot stats. Sorry, unless oh, I mean we could just play the hot Sorry. stats if you want to. <laughs> Why'd you say that like Keelik? I don't know. Sometimes I feel like Keelik. Great guy to sound like or feel like I should say. <laughs> he seems chill. Keelik seems like one of the better adjusted people in Soul Calibur. He is. I mean, he's like a warrior monk, isn't he? Yeah. Compared to like the the literal like monsters on the other team or the rest of the cast, I should say, like as as what is his name? Asmagoth? Azeroth? Azeroth? Isn't that Astaroth? I was about to say Azeroth is World of Warcraft. Azeroth is World of Warcraft. Yeah. Astaroth is the uh, big boy in Soul Calibur. Yeah. Keelik is cool. Um. Hey. So uh, this time we thought it might be fun because it was a funny thing that happened. Uh, to talk about this ridiculous LARP that David set up. Over the weekend. Yeah, I did. I do be setting up LARPs, apparently. You do be setting up LARPs. Uh, known for his LARP setting up. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and shouts out to the rest of the Bachelor people, but I don't know if they want to be mentioned on the podcast. Although, I think we will be playing a clip of Garen here in a moment. So, sorry, Garen. Garen's already been mentioned so much in this podcast. He's like the third host, essentially. The third silent host. Silent host. <laughs> um, host of the podcast, Garen. <laughs> so... First of all, we're going to talk through this LARP because it was ridiculous and funny and also related to video games. And then also we're going to imagine what the worst video game IPs would be to adapt into a LARP. Yes. There are some that are good, including the one we're about to talk about, but uh, there's some that are really bad. So like, you know, that might be some fun stuff. Some fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let me, why don't I explain what I saw? from my end okay and that might lead the viewer into pulling the curtain back for you to explain what what, what y'all did yeah 
please. Uh, we rolled back up to this Airbnb we were staying at, uh, and I was instructed to stay outside with David and have a beer, at which point my cousin, who uh, recently disappeared and went inside the house, sent me a text message of a transmission of not only my betrothed, uh, I would say heroically reading some <laughs> Metal Gear Solid adjacent text very heroic <laughs> huge shout outs to emily alice for being the biggest yeah. the biggest sport around which like i i i have now seen the the google doc that y'all have put together and like <laughs> this is a lot this is a lot that that you'd need to kind of do so uh i i would say yeah heroics from her end if her love for you was ever in doubt it is no yeah, longer it's true and uh then is interrupted by uh, Dr. Ravenhand, who is seemingly Garen on, on first blush. He is actually also Garen, yes. but, you know, that's it's it's in parentheses. If this were Metal Gear Solid, it would be <laughs> Dr. Ravenhand, Garen. in parentheses, Garen Kazanjian. Well, 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 if it isn't Chase, you probably weren't expecting me. A Dr. Ravenhand. I bet you thought you had me back at that reactor site, but it's going to take more than acute radiation poisoning to stop me. And now, I've got my hands on the cipher. I knew you wouldn't expect I'd hide it right underneath your nose and Emily Alice's ring. It was easy to brainwash a few of your friends to slow you down, but I knew you'd reach me eventually. Chase, I will be your doom. My advanced laser-targeted systems will buck on and blast you away. But you stay away from my precious rhythm, the source of my immense power. We're bonded in more ways than one. I hope you're ready to take the plunge. <laughs> so uh, all of this leading up to the idea that uh, it is now time to play Metal Gear Solid in real life. You, David, had dropped a box of stuff next to me uh mm -hmm. or no sorry that was jazz. jazz did that was jazz and uh instructed me not to look at it until the the transmission was done uh which point i finished and opened up the box and there was a tiny little nerf gun in there and some instructions for how to play the war it was essentially uh the gun tranquilizes people for 60 seconds and you need key cards and shit yes there was some more mechanics in there but i got panicked <laughs> and didn't really understand them as in hindsight <laughs> you didn't grok them i did not grok the like killing mechanics mm -hmm. apparently i was supposed to take shots if i killed somebody but i don't know if i killed anybody you didn't kill me i don't think you killed anybody is it so you did a true pacifist from, run like a real like a real i just, I just tranquilized everybody yeah and then ran away once they got back up mm -hmm. so from the other end of this uh there are the rest of the bachelor party patrolling the premise the premises yes Predetermined uh, paths. Predetermined paths uh, with goggles on that essentially have blinders on your peripheral vision. Yeah, we have duct tape on the, on the edges and a little bit on the front <laughs> of uh, lab goggles. Right. So you can't see very well. And y'all have got earplugs in. I didn't realize this. Yes. Until kind of late in the game. Yeah. But y'all are trying to balance for the fact that like sneaking is hard and... I will probably be seen if anybody is like, you know, looking around. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so I uh, roll up to the door. It has a key card sign on it with a red or I think a blue key card, one of them. Um, anyway, I tranquilize Jazz, who's walking around next to me. <laughs> he goes down. I take literally everything off of him, including like a shot and some more bullets, um, nerf, nerf gun bullets. Mm -hmm. um, I, I still don't know what I'm doing with the shots. I'm just literally hitting just the loot all button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I hitting shots right now. I was take all on the inventory, and I did because uh, I wasn't sure what I would need, so I took everything. Go inside, see a David. 
That was me. Tranquilized David, and then you are cured of a poison, of a mind control dose? Dr. Ravenhand has uh, brainwashed your good friends to make it harder for you to reach the cipher, which is Emily Alice's wedding ring. Yes, yes, of course. So (laughs) the tranquilizer uh, knocked me conscious again. Sure, yeah. It uh, fucked me. It unfucked me. (laughs) So then I come over. I have a walkie-talkie. And I give Chase one of them. I say, if you need any help, just walking my talkie, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll talk it like I walk it. Sorry, this is getting out of hand. <laughs> it's turning into Amigo song. It's turning into Amigo song right now. So yeah, he he tranks me and then I give him a walkie-talkie because I'm the informant that right, yeah. Emily Alice had sent to discover where her wedding ring had gone. Yeah, which canonically makes sense that like her plan would get there before I do. Mm-hmm. Like whatever she was planning is is potentially more effective she is is an independent woman she didn't like really want or need your help but then like things went sideways she's like i guess i gotta ask this guy he's already there so might as well send him in yeah Trank, uh yeah you you get up i was convinced that there would be a third act betrayal of you betraying me again but uh that luckily did not the whole time dr exactly yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that Dr. Would, that Ravenhand been, That wouldn't like... have been bad. <laughs> so anyway, uh, go through pretty much the rest of the house, like doing some sneaking stuff, getting some key cards. Uh, Max had a better gun than I did, so uh, he made it very clear that it was like a good one. Mm-hmm. Sort of like rattled the bottom of the gun and like poked me a little bit as he was tranquilized. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, nice gun. I-, I will take that. But in my panic, left my other gun behind. So he had something when he woke back up, which was... <laughs> An oversight on my part. <laughs> well, might as well take this gun. I should have taken everybody's Nerf gun. That would have been really funny to just leave everybody kind of high and dry. <laughs> Where would you even have put them? David, I had so much shit just carrying around. My 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 pockets were just like stuffed with Nerf guns because uh, I there were uh, more Nerf bullets that people had on them, but I was also reclaiming the bullets that I was using. So it was just like filled to the brim with Nerf. Or nothing. So, uh, yeah, finally got the key card to the garage, which is where uh, Dr. Ravenhand had holed himself up. Mm-hmm. Um, I enter in there, and it is like I can't see my hand in front of my black. face. It, not only pitch black, full of smoke from a smoke machine. Yes. Deeply dense smoke in there. <laughs> Holy shit. It was intense. I was, I was truly not expecting that part. Like, once I, once you had sent me the transmission and, like, all the Metal Gear Solid p- sounds were playing, I was like, I think I can kind of take a guess where the next like five minutes are gonna go yeah and like it was still very very fun but like holy shit did i not see the boss encounter in the garage coming that was bananas um not to mention you didn't see it coming and you didn't see it no certainly just yeah didn't see not to mention uh garen has these like glasses on that he recorded with which are like they light up anime villain glasses yeah like the glasses are permanently uh producing light out of the lenses which is in in the garage literally all i can see in there is just his glasses looking around was it terrifying Um, and he starts it's so scary uh he starts like monologuing about all the like bad shit he's he's doing and i think this is also the point where jazz turns on the boss music outside of the house Mm-hmm. he plays the like metal gear solid boss theme and anyway so i'm like shooting him that doesn't really do anything so i go over and like see that there's a light behind him uh assume that that must be some sort of weak point go over there unplug that that doesn't really seem to do anything go back over to the fridge where i had left the walkie-talkie foolishly uh mm-hmm. and start begging for more hints i essentially <laughs> use my codec to like call my friends yeah 
and be like, how do I beat this boss? You thankfully had mentioned that he did have a familiar, the raven on his shoulder. <laughs> yes, I think you said, what do I do? I'm like, he has a familiar. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which I honestly had not seen until that point. Like it was just so <laughs> so dark thick in, there. in there. I think Garen also said he like shined a light on his bird at that point. So I was like, okay, I see. His what? I see. Thank you. His bird. His bird. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds rancid. Shine a light on his bird. <laughs> so asked you to make a whole bunch of noise to distract Garen. I like tossed the walkie-talkie on the other side of the room and then uh, snuck up behind him and grabbed the raven. And then thus concluded the LARP. Beautiful. Beautifully done. Beautiful. Truly. Uh, it was very fun. That was a very fun thing to do. Oddly scary, too. Good. I feel like when you know that you and all your friends are playing a game and, like, shit's about to go down, it's like, you get a little, a little like, performance tummy. <laughs> performance tummy? Yeah, like, where you so get like, little, I want to you know, do good so bad. Uh, just, like, I don't know what's about to happen, and, like, maybe I'm, like, fighting right now. Maybe we're kind of fighting. That's cool. <laughs> There's some, like, combat here. There's, there was a little combat. Yeah. Great, great LARP, I will say, for, like, trying to physically gamify Metal Gear Solid is, like, that. that's that's a pretty good job of doing Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. I think the the vision part of it specifically is is a great thing, because, mm-hmm. like, how do, you, how do you control for, like, how easy it is to sneak around in Metal Gear, you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. I can't like you can just run past somebody in Metal Gear and they were usually like, huh? Huh? yeah, you think they're <laughs> they're dumb. Yeah. Can't take too much credit because the, the goggles and the earplugs were uh, Jazz's Jazz follows this. Uh, this was all Jazz's idea, by the way. Shout out to yeah. Jazz. Uh, out. This Jazz follows this YouTube channel called Corridor Crew who do these mm-hmm. kind of things. Right. Um, and they were the ones who kind of came up with the, the lab goggles and earplugs thing right. to make a fun sneaking game. Um, so they sure shout did. Out to Cordo crew. They have a lot of uh, videos on their YouTube about them kind of doing the same thing where they make a Metal Gear game. And they also have like a commander who will alert all of the homies about when something Ooh. bad is happening and like put you into alert mode. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you really got to hide. So that's pretty cool, too. Yeah, that's cool as hell. But yeah, no, it, it, it worked pretty well. Those goggles, honestly, like. I didn't think it was going to cut off my vision too much, but pretty good. But you don't, you do not have your periphery at all. No. And if you're, and if you're a good LARPer, then you're, you're kind of going along with the, you know, the conceit of the game. So you're not yes, trying yeah. to like look around and like find something. You're just like, okay, this is my pathway. I'm just following this. Right. And you just do your thing. And Chase fucking shot me as you opened the door. How quickly did so you glad. shoot me? I, I think I knew that you were in there and so I kind of had like nerf gun drawn as I was opening the door. Uh-huh. So I feel like it was pretty quick but I like definitely tried to take a little bit of time to do it because for like a while I was sitting outside shooting at Jazz and just like totally blowing it. Um, I missed a lot <laughs> shooting just, at Jazz. Missed Jazz a lot, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was that the hardest part? The shooting? Yeah. It got easier. I realized that I did have to be quite close to somebody to do it. And like, also realizing that y'all had earplugs in, I could like kind of actually sneak around. Mm-hmm. So it, was, it wasn't too bad. How, yeah. How accurate th- was the gun? Not. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be pretty close <laughs> to like be confident that I would hit somebody. Mm-hmm. And definitely a couple times, like I, I came in the room where Max was and like absolutely got shot, which in as to my understanding, I had to take a shot. Literally, of the tiny little whiskeys that I was carrying yes, around. Yes, the tasty whiskeys. Yes, so I did do that. Oh, good. So you did. So was, you did get shot. I did get shot once. Yes. Once. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. So yeah, it was it was hella good. We also did play it again with Garen as the the main character, and we made it a little uh, bit more dense for Garen because he knew what was right. going on. So we're just like, okay, let's uh, 
Let's make this a little bit tougher. Turn it up to turbo. I spied Garen a couple times trying to get in the front door. It was <laughs> it was funny because I saw him through the bay windows. Yeah. And I just like stopped and I just like pointed and started screaming. <laughs> and he just like runs away. <laughs> just so scared. Incredible. It's good. It's fun. Like it's it's just good stuff. Anyway, so on the way back from the Airbnb, you and I were trying to conceptualize like what would be really good games to play as a LARP, right? Mm-hmm. Like if, 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 you know, we wanted to do something similar again, because it was really fun. Like genuinely, even if this was not a bachelor party, like I would definitely go somewhere and pay for a plane ticket and an Airbnb to do this as the activity yeah. for a weekend. Yeah. And so we were like kicking around like what's, what's the best ones? Mm-hmm. Um, I think definitely Mass Effect is up there, you know, like yeah. just going into a room full of like aliens and trying to get something done. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you do have a gun or something. You really could dress up pretty fun. Oh yeah, absolutely. That would be a really good one. What is the other stuff we talked about? I think like Skyrim or any Elder Scrolls would be incredible to like set up a town or something that you can fuck around in and like, this is the Dark Brotherhood town. You have to kill somebody, but you're not sure who it is Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Really anything where like deduction is a part of the game, I think would be just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Like any, any sort of mystery solving is always fun. Exactly. So like there's, there's a lot of good stuff to plumb there, but we want to talk about what would be the worst video game ideas, (laughs) video game IPs to pull a LARP. Uh Do you want to start or should I start? Um, Really quick before we start, as someone who's taking a LARPing class, Uh uh, how did we do? I think pretty well. I think you had like made games out of the part of the video game well enough that like it made sense how things worked. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of the times you do want to set up like actions and consequences in games. Yeah. And a lot of the times with like the LARPing stuff, you have to somehow like put another layer of game on top of something, right? So like if you were, say we did do a mass effect thing and it's like you want to roll to see if you can convince someone to do something mm-hmm. an easy way is like a dice roll right like i have this many paragon points so i'm rolling a d8 or something and your your person who you're trying to convince are open to the idea but they need to be convinced or something like that maybe they roll a d4 right and so you're competing against those things or another way i've seen it is you have like a deck of cards that you start with at the beginning of every game sure and like whenever you're in some kind of like argument with someone or you're trying to convince someone to do something you use your deck and like pull one of your cards out of there uh-huh. and you know it's just whichever one is higher and so in that sense like you can balance who has more strength for what option or like what scenario based on what cards they have and yada 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 right like there's there's sort of a built-in sort of balance that you can do mm-hmm. before you even start the game so i think the 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 ways that y'all did the nerf gun obviously like that's a physical thing it's very like obvious and clear when you do or do not get shot yeah and the having to take a shot when you also are hit in the like player character also makes a lot of sense because like what's the alternative there you know like that's the big threat in metal gear solid is like you don't want to get caught or shot Mm -hmm. and like what what do you do when that that? does yeah like what does happen because like you could so easily be playing pretend and then just like what they run you out of the house and like you lose like that's not really fun so like here's your momentary punishment and like you know it fit with the theme of the the kind of weekend right of like it's drinking time you know we're hanging out Mm -hmm. So like that was that was very good. And I think like having to flex the creativity a little bit at the end when fighting Garen, like the the gun is no longer the solution. It has to be something else or, you know, figuring out that like I could have shot the the, the bird that also would have worked. But like you still have to think about it. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I think like great all, all, all in all. Uh, so yeah, great job. Thank you. I forgot we had a scholar amongst us. Yeah, true. Listen, I took three credits about LARP one time. So 
I'm kind of an expert. <laughs> hey, what what worlds are bad for LARPing? Do you have one idea, or should I start? Which would be like a leisure leisure shoot, leisure leisure suit, Larry. <laughs> oh my God, leisure suit, Larry. <laughs> Yeah, that would stink pretty much for everybody involved, right? Yeah, like, that would be that would be like the stereotypical bachelor party LARP game, you know, but uh, <laughs> really it would just make everybody feel terrible. Um, yeah. No one would win. No one would have a good time. And yeah. it would go down as a bad time for all. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. Especially because like, like Larry himself is not a particularly cool dude. No, no, no one wants to actually like pretend that they are Larry, right? <laughs> I, I certainly don't. This is another, this is a different type of Larry from the French onion type. Yeah, yeah. Different guy. Um, yeah, no, that would, that would be pretty painful. Yeah. To play through. That would not be a fun game. Need I say more? Leisure, Leisure Suit Larry, if anybody doesn't know, is a game where you play as a bachelor who's just kind of a shithead. Yeah. Um, and goes around womanizing. Yeah, that's really it. Yeah. I think that a bad one would be pretty much anything in a Dark Souls or Bloodborne universe. Yeah. It's so stinky. So stinky. You need so much and like, like blood and guts and mold. Yeah, just like, like rotten, muck. rotten meat. <laughs> and just like, ter- somebody would have to play a terrible little guy, you know, just like, <laughs> be hidden in the corner just sort of like giggling and then you go up and like he sells you like a ruined coin from like a civilization that no longer exists or something it has it has the fucking lore attached to it (laughs) yeah one of them is one person is playing the lore master who just like whispers like sentences that mean nothing (laughs) contextually just this sword was once wielded by the great destroyer of yore what (laughs) Who is that? Oh. No one knows his true face. My God. I want that job so bad. <laughs> yeah, this would be your job. Just the lore gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You're the you're the narrator in this case. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Huh? I guess like sitting next to a bonfire would be cool, but that's like pretty much the only cool part about it. Yeah, we ain't, we aren't we aren't singing kumbaya at this barn bonfire. No, though. we're we're getting ready to go and kill some more. That's it. Plus, if plus if you do bloodborne, there's all sorts of shit in there that would be challenging to witness. Mm-hmm. A lot of body horror. A lot of body horror. Somebody would have to dress up as like a creature that's just been on the walls the whole time, <laughs> and like you gain enough knowledge to see him finally. <laughs> Oh, that's terrifying. Who would be the yeah. creature? Who would play the creature? Yeah. I think Garen probably. He seems I like he, Garen he's too pre- for some reason. Pretty committed to the bit, I think. Garen is an actor at heart. Yeah. I I hope by this point I've played the clip of him that the that was sent to us because it's good. We might have to put it it's on the, g- the the Twitter. Oh yeah, that's true. I will definitely post that to Twitter if like Twitter lets me post a three minute video or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, not 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 a good time in Bloodborne. Do you get another? Yeah, satisfactory. <laughs> It's just working. It's just manual labor at that point. <laughs> just just like, okay, here's your schematics. Here's where you find your resources. Here's your shovel. Get going. Go get coal. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. That would not be a fun time. Yeah. Even if you're making short work of like the actual like coal mining, mm-hmm. it still sucks. Like you're still just it's still working. coal mining. Yeah. Even if you're, even if you're optimizing it still, you're still mining. <laughs> that would suck. Also who's, yeah. Who's going to play the auto miner? That's not a very fun job. Just down there. I've been in this mine for five years. 
Yeah, no, not a good one. Um, can I throw Spore into the mix? Ooh, just watching things evolve. Uh, and specifically sort of creating creatures mm. in Spore. Because mm. somebody's going to have to like stand and be the paper mache monster that you're putting together. <laughs> just one person naked and everyone else is just like <laughs> painting and paper macheing stuff on them. Yeah, I mean... That sounds fun. <laughs> so that could be cool. To say now, I'm talking you into it because like as long as long as everybody's like cool with it, just like that's fun. <laughs> just make like a terrible monster. Is it is it one person one person being the monster and then everyone else is doing it, or the one person decides what they do with each other? Hmm. The latter sort of sounds like a kind of group. A romantic group experience. So, like, maybe, maybe the first one, maybe the former group experience. I'm the I'm the game master tonight. Hmm. You're into it. Mm, I'm into making a big paper mache bastard. I don't know if I'm into everybody showing up and like I'm the arm. And then we all sort of like mm. figure out where to put them. Sure. Yeah. So question, would everybody then fight afterwards for supremacy? I think that, yeah, that's part of Spore. So like it's, it's, it's gotta be part of the game, right? right? Like which of, which of these creatures is, is the dominant form? It's just like, okay, I have a big old pokey arm or I have a big horn on my head <laughs> or I got a right, big yeah. spiky tail. Here we go. It's just sort of battle bots it's, at a certain point. And then it's point. human battle bots. Yeah. Human paper mache animals. And then in true typical spore fashion, it gets like kind of boring after that. Yeah. You're just like, okay, I've conquered. I'm done. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Katamari Damacy would be oh. fun and incredibly destructive and challenging to clean up the next day. How would you even... Do, would you just like would you have to do it in the snow or something and just do like a big old snowball? I think you either need a ball made out of tape or just a big ball of glue that you're big just like reapplying glue. glue to constantly. Where do you get a big ball of glue? Gotta make that ball of glue, David. Let me see. What happens if I type in big ball of glue? <laughs> I think the internet may return some questionable stuff to you. Largest ball big. of glue, Guinness World Records. Yeah, so my thought is like you have I don't know like a like a watermelon or or a t or a uh, a volleyball at the center of your your ball, and then your game master is just like dumping buckets of glue onto it continuously. Has so much. And you're Elmer's rolling that glue. around. Yeah, oh, oh, just an God. incredible amount of Elmer's I glue. I hate Elmer's glue. It's real sticky and nasty. I, I hate the texture of Elmer's glue so much and the smell. <laughs> Ugh. I listen. Were you a glue boy? Gonna, oh man. Were you a glue kid? Yeah. I think I might be a glue kid. Oh no. Didn't let me let me be clear. I was not eating the stuff. Okay, that's good. I was definitely one of the kids to pour like Elmer's glue on my hand, wait for it to dry, and then peel it off though. Oh nasty. Yeah. No, it thank was you. Really, really satisfying, David. God. I love I loved that. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, maybe this is the game for me. Maybe I'll just roll up a ball. And, like, I, I guess it would be pretty hard to find just, like, enough stuff to roll up in, like, a game-fied way. Like, how, how do you get, like, okay, here's, like, a big enough. We just rolling down the hill into Paso downtown, baby. Let's roll mm. them buildings up. Touch of Paso. <laughs> I am Paso now. Sorry, Paso. You're a Katamari Damacy star now. <laughs> I, I feel it. it. I, I feel the Paso. Paso came charging back. <laughs> I think Clock Tower would not be super fun. Oh. Having to fight Sniffer Man wandering around a house. Sniffer Man. He's just going to sniff you. <laughs> God, dude. October is so close. I can't believe it has almost been a year since Sniffer Man. You're ready. Yeah. I'm really excited. Uh, there's there's just so much like spooky games that we could play. Do we need to do a spooky LARP? Well, I mean, like, that's the thing. I think like LARPs in, in this way would lend themselves so well to like a Resident Evil or a Silent Hill. 
Because, mm-hmm. like, it's not hard to be scary in person if you just, like, turn the lights off, you know? Like, if you have just kind of low lighting and, like, instead of sneaking around, there's just, like, we, we're we pretending to be, like, monsters. Mm-hmm. That's scary. That's already scary. <laughs> so, like, I feel like you could definitely do a Silent Hill thing. Mm-hmm. Someone, just a haunted house, I guess. Someone is pyramid head. Oh, my God. Yeah, Well, it's so an interactive scary. haunted house and everyone is actually your friend. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, they're yeah. not, like, actually going to fuck you up. Yeah, true. Maybe you die. No. Similar to your satisfactory idea, I think Death Stranding would be quite bad as a LARP. <laughs> just go uh just go work for Amazon. Yeah, you're just you're just working. You're moving stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would not be a fun one. Plus you would need to have some sort of baby stand-in on your chest at all times. Yeah, that would not be good. What's a good game that would make a bad LARP? Death Stranding. <laughs> Besides the one right you just said, Chase. A good game. I mean, like most of these, right? Like Bloodborne owns. Katamari Damacy is hella good. Nier Automata. Yeah. Also a kind of a problematic art. Nier Automata? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's parts of it that I don't think would translate particularly well. Yeah. I think the outfits would maybe not make it into the actual LARP. Mm. But like, how do you communicate cycles of violence and existential dread in a LARP, you know? You just have to get really high on like acid, Mm. DMT (laughs) or something. The Maybe LARP is DMT, suddenly very. Actually, yeah, I think we're talking drug. about a, a different LARP at this point. That could be a LARP, baby. This is a, this is a week long LARP. God, dude. We're just gonna release I, you into the Arizona desert. This sounds so bad. <laughs> this sounds so terrible. Can you imagine the real life LARP, but just like actually on like DMT? That would be so terrible. That would not be. That would be the opposite of good time. Exact opposite of good time. Unless it was Metal Gear Solid, in which I would be uh, Solid Snake. Solid Snake, Solidus Snake, Liquid Snake. Choose your snake, baby. Choose your snake. Do you have any other bad IPs? Bad LARPs. Let me think. There's yeah. got to be some more in there. Subnautica. Oh my god. Oh, it's so bad. That would be so scary, David. Yeah. Like, Here you are. You're just in the middle of the ocean. Even even if we just put me in like the river, I would still be so scared. The only way to get out is dive deep into the river. Find oh your shit. <laughs> One of you just dressed up as a Leviathan down there. <laughs> With a, with a mega, yeah, <laughs> megaphone screaming. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not good with water. Mm. I saw a TikTok the other day of somebody who was just like, they said, I'm, you know, 10 miles from any landmass and the water below me is like three miles deep or something like that. And they just like dipped their head underwater and like I almost threw up. It was so, so bad. <laughs> I cannot handle open bodies of water. It's so scary. Where is he? Where is this person? I don't know. I'm sure fine. Cause like. They went out there and filmed the TikTok, but still couldn't do it. That's it's so you don't like isolation, huh? See, like Antarctica, if I was just like out there, it's like a little less scary. I'm like confident in my ability to like get to some place or like the desert or the forest or something. Mm-hmm. Like I can, I can, I feel like I can figure it out, especially the forest. I feel like there's like food out there. Um, I probably won't get eaten by a bear and like just walk in a direction, find the moss, man. Mm-hmm. But like the ocean, I'm a bad swimmer. <laughs> The ocean. The ocean. I'm a bad, bad swimmer. And like what like there's so much below me. If I just like stop walking it walking in the forest, I'm just like in the forest still. Mm-hmm. Just kind of sitting there. If I stop treading water, I'm gonna fall into the fucking abyss in the sea. That's not good. That is not a good time. I do not yeah, enjoy this. That's fair. Okay. So we know Chase's deep dark fears. <laughs> Big water. Big water. I think Mr. Mosquito would be a bad LARP. 
in a total oh, tonal shift. Just like take a syringe and just try to get blood from folks. Just jab your friends or even just like dressing up as a gigantic mosquito and trying to like get get your friends with a, a friendly poke, you just know, strangers. Like, just go around in a bar. Oh my god. You're getting kicked out of this bar so fast. Oh yeah. If you just if you come in, dress up as a mosquito and have a syringe, <laughs> pass a good shot. <laughs> this is for a game. Don't worry. It's only a real syringe that I'm really gonna take your blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is it, you know, it's cool. It doesn't have <laughs> malaria, I promise. It does definitely doesn't have malaria on it. Yeah. This is definitely a clean needle right now. These are all so scary, the ideas that we have come up with. Just bad, scary ideas. They're not good. They're no. bad. Any other bad IPs? Oh, there's so there's got to be so many. I think Sonic is probably not a good one. Mm-hmm. Cause no. like, who wants to actually like run around with a hedgehog? <laughs> you're larping his tails in that scenario, and all you're doing, you're, you're just at the local track, and you're just like running a mile while carrying a hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I feel like God of War wouldn't be very good. No. It's, it, like, even if you're, like, gamifying it to the point where you're just, like, throwing the chain blades at your friends, like, it's gonna hurt. It's not gonna be so fun. Yeah. Yeah, that one's just gonna be painful. It's gonna be a lot of whacking. <laughs> and a lot of screaming at Ares. Ares! Or, alternatively, grappling with your past, which maybe isn't the worst LARP. Or it's just saying, boy. And thinking about your dad. Thinking about my dad. I'm now a dad with a boy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Comes full circle. Trying, trying to break this generational trauma in a in a LARP. <laughs> what if we got Rabalbi to play Zeus? Jesus, dude. Yeah, I would <laughs> I would call time out on that one. <laughs> I'd be like, this is a little too much for oh, me. Thanks. Would, would you really? You'd just be like, I can't, guys. I would have so many questions that I would need answered about how my dad like knows what a LARP is. Like if your dad showed up to this one is like, hey, my name's Big Chase. <laughs> yeah, I would need a moment to sort of think about that i'm the big to your solid <laughs> it's good it's nice big bob albi big bob albi oh streets of rage or like final fight or something mm. just Backyard getting in wrestling. a fight <laughs> yeah any sort of wwe style game nothing no no, no fighting game literally yeah. zero fighting games def jam vendetta yeah no bad very bad because mm -hmm. like you can gamify that but like you probably should just be wrestling you know just just do some old-fashioned wrestling you don't have to do like suplexes and like crazy yeah, shit yeah. where people are breaking legs and whatnot that's no fun if i try and do a hadouken i will i will like bust my leg yeah i think there's probably a million bad bad games but why don't, that you, feels why good don't enough. you dear listener share your bad larps with us yeah i would love to hear like the worst video game larp that you could come up with that would be very fun because i'd like there's so many video games there's so few video games that would make a good larp i feel like most other games would be pretty tough Ooh, gex i mean gex is a lifestyle david and i'm living it i think gex would just be once again <laughs> you just take like a bunch of drugs and they just send you in a put you in a fun house yeah. With just the Gex audio going over loudspeakers outside. Oh, this is so bad. That's what playing Gex is like. That is sort of what playing Gex is like, isn't it? It's like, what? Huh? What am I? Hey, what's going on? Just a painful experience. Why is there so much Polly Shore in here? Yeah. Anyway, do a LARP. Do it. Good for you. Do it. It's good for you. It's fun. Don't uh, don't be scared by the, the, the phrase LARPing. No, no, it's fun. It's, it's fun. Time. It's a good time. Like, I still anyway. see a reason why someone who doesn't like playing a role-playing game would not enjoy a LARP of some sort, at least yeah. a little bit. Yeah, totally. Like they're very similar things. Play a LARP. It's good for you now. LARPs are good for you. Yeah. It's good for you.
so if you would like to suggest a game or have access to any of our social media accounts you can go mm -hmm. to podtimism.com that is true that's us that's our website that chase made it's awesome it's great uh, there is a suggestion box on there of games for us to do for good games or you know if also if you like are a fan of any of our other segments put in like what games you want us to make a sequel to or yeah. if you want to run retellings of something let us know what it is we will we will do it we will get there we may not be right now but we'll we'll do it eventually it is true we've seen a, a quite a few suggestions so like we're we've got our our itinerary set for a little while but um yeah feel free to, to toss in whatever you want we haven't done rum retellings in a while nor making a sequel to something but like definitely bring it back if somebody's like hey could you please retell me the kingdom kingdom hearts one story oh, but God. while under the influence that of alcachol alcachol yeah. is the last call for alcachol <laughs> What song is that? That's some Kanye West song. I forget which one. Okay, nice. Um, yeah, so feel, feel free to toss anything in the suggestion box that you want. And thanks to anybody who has already done that. It's very, very cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Also, this is the Scout Out of the Week. Scout mm -hmm. Wilkinson, thank you so much. The pod art thank you. is great. It's good. It's great. Co-fi.com slash humble goat. That's yep. her spot. Our commission's open. Chase. No. They are not. She's a busy woman because <laughs> talent works, baby. That is true. So, yeah. But she's great. Thank you so much. We are the the flower boys. It's, it's awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate you greatly. Yeah. Uh, also... If you really want to help us out, you can leave a record. Oh, God. What is that thing? A review. Yes. Uh, <laughs> from the podcatcher of your choice. You can follow us. It all helps. We really appreciate yep. it. Have there been any new reviews lately, Chase? Uh, yeah, a few. Um, I, I definitely see more often on Spotify, and I suspect that that is like because it is much easier to do sure. on Spotify. So like, thanks to anybody who's doing that. It like definitely super helps. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Thanks, thanks for the folks who do that. Appreciate thank you so you. much. And also, thank you, listener, for listening to this podcast. We really appreciate yeah. it. It's a lot of fun to do this. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's just, it's awesome. We love doing this. We love that you love listening to us do this. And we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Thank thank you. Thank you dearly. Uh, it does mean a lot. Yeah, it's, it's shocking that anybody uh, chooses this podcast over the other mountain of video game podcasts, but we do appreciate that you do. Mm -hmm. um for for taking taking a look at this little one so thanks appreciate you uh do you have any video game wisdom for us this week chase you should do a larp with your friends is my video game wisdom it's fun and cool and it's like D, &D but you have to like do it and that's fun too mm -hmm. you gotta move your body you gotta move your body mm -hmm. a little bit mm-hmm or just like it's like physical sort of you said it's good you said you did some rolls yeah you you can roll a dice that's fine too but no just but like, like you said you actually rolled oh yeah i did i did do a little bit of a roll into a room nice it was nobody saw it and i it was particularly rough i will say <laughs> but like i did do a roll uh-huh into a room it sounded a lot worse than i was hoping it would how so it just sort of sounded like a big bag of potatoes like falling on the ground <laughs> like a lot of <laughs> a lot of volume hitting the carpet that's awesome like big you kind bag of, of potatoes all be <laughs> you see you see somebody do it in dark souls and you're like that looked pretty graceful mm -hmm. but when you try and do it in real life you kind of tuck your shoulder down there's just a lot of like thumping that yeah. happens that person is also wearing like 200 pounds of chain mail yeah and i was just wearing like some nerf darts it was all the shots you had in your pockets. I don't know if that was it, David. 
I appreciate you trying to make me feel better about this bachelor role, but like, I think it was just the sort of state of my my back mm. and my 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 body mm. hitting the 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 Paso Boomer uh, Airbnb. That yeah. was the brilliant B and B I've ever been to. It had a pool. Pool so nice. The pool was so nice. I haven't been in like a pool that's like well maintained in so long. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. It's just, it's so good. Or alternatively, a pool where there's not like 2,000 people around, you know? Mm, yeah. Good private pool. A good, a good private pool. So anyway, listen, listener, I hope you have a wonderful week. I think you should LARP and like take a dip in the pool if you, if mm, you can. Beautiful. You know? It's still pretty hot out in a lot of places. And mm-hmm. like, you know what feels good? A pool, the beach, um, just like some, some air, some, some misters. Walk through those through some misters. Uh-huh. Go to the grocery store, just like dunk your head under those misters that they spray the broccoli with. You gotta go once you hear the the lightning crack, you gotta run over to the, <laughs> the produce aisle, <laughs> dunk your head in, get all your nasty germs all over the fresh produce. It's my bachelor weekend. <laughs> God. This <laughs> is a LARP. I would I would puke if I saw someone do that in <laughs> the grocery store. That's an appropriate response to someone shouting that it's a LARP and running under the, the, the misters. It's just like taking their shirt off and rubbing their chest in it. This is Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> I gotta get the nanobots off of me. <laughs> this is the only <laughs> flushing spray within a mile radius. Naomi said this is how I get the fox die out. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do this so I can go save Emma Emmerich. E-E for short. (laughs) E-E. Take care, listener. (laughs) Yeah, see ya. Bye.